0: Going off on some, like, bender where we're just going to go live in a tree hut somewhere. We've sold
1: our home, and we're going into a yurp <sighs> <Yeah>. in uh, <laughs> Appalachia. Going...
0: Yurts? Yurt?
1: I thought. Well, I don't know what it's called. The big, like, bubble house that's not really hard. It's like cloth, but it's...
0: So we're going to need to do a little more research before we go... Nope,
1: we're going to just tell you, go by the seat of <laughs> our pants, are going to figure out where we're going to live, and...
0: Yurp? Welcome to the Honesty Policy, Episode Twelve. I'm Patrick.
1: And I'm Sarah.
0: Happy birthday to you. We're not doing that yet. Happy. Oh, this is the
1: title sequence.
0: Sorry. Go ahead.
1: I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast about honest things. Whatever you are obsessed with, you'll get our honest thoughts. Love.
0: What are we talking about today?
1: (laughs) Today, for all those who are happy happy listeners, bet you can't guess, it's my birthday today. Actually today, April 29th, is when we are recording this, and it is my birthday. And so for today's Your podcast
0: 25th birthday oh, look cute. at that No
1: that's sweet actually Happy
0: birthday to
1: you. Are you finished?
0: I mean for now. Okay. And many more. Stop it. Okay, all right, go ahead. Okay. Now we're ready. <clears throat> all
1: right. So today we thought it would be kind of uh, appropriate to sort of do a looking back and looking forward birthdays edition. Um, many times, I know we sort of do this in the new year, but I don't know about other people, but I'm always reflective at my birthday. I like to think back to fond birthday memories and then wonder what will happen in the next year coming forward. Uh, so this is my 44th birthday, um, and... Like I do, I like to ponder and think of things. So we thought we would talk about birthdays today.
0: Okay, so uh, in the Devane House, how do we do birthdays?
1: Birthdays are a big deal. Um, <laughs> big deal. I we celebrated golden birthdays, and we've Andy's the only one that hasn't experienced a golden birthday. Yet, which for those of you who don't know, a golden birthday is when you turn the age of the day that you were born. So
0: okay, and uh, my long-standing nitpick with this is this was not something that I knew about growing up or understood. So you missed yours because yours so are the fifteenth. I missed mine, and this made up whatever ridiculousness. It's not made up. It's a made up whatever it's... ridiculousness.
1: So this is you can we're going to have conversations about yeah. birthdays. Yeah. For me, growing up, birthdays were very significant. You usually got to choose the food either for a meal or for the whole day in the house. You got presents. There was many birthday parties. I don't remember all of my birthday parties growing up, but birthdays were a big deal. Like Christmas, it was the other big portion of the year whenever your birthday was. And in my house growing up, my mom, dad, and I all three have birthdays in April and my younger brother had an October birthday. So I think my mom and dad even made more of an emphasis for his October because it was like birthday overload in April. Well, for me, birthdays are very important. And I love, I love, one of my, one of my spiritual gifts, uh, or sorry, one of my love languages is receiving and giving gifts. I love to give gifts, and I love to receive gifts. So Birthdays are the time that you give gifts and receive gifts, so it's my happy place. It's birthdays. What is your thoughts on birthdays, love?
0: Uh, birthdays were not uh, celebrated the exact same way. I mean, we're not talking like a Harry Potter with the Dursley sort of thing, but like <laughs> I'll give uh, a nice reference. Thanks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it's but you know, I was allowed to have one or two friends come over, and eventually they could spend the night. Mm-hmm. On but like no big. Parties really, no- nothing like that. Just was my parents were sort of over that by the time I came through, and so uh, and
1: that because you have an older brother who's nine years older than you are,
0: and another one that's six, six years, years older, older than you are, so, so that's like, what he means
1: by they were done with that,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and and it's just, it, I can totally get it, like, yeah, you were completely out of diapers, and then the new kid shows up, and like, oh, okay, yep. Yeah. So, uh, it was, it was not celebrated the same way. My parents loved me, they you know. I knew that they loved me, but it was not the same level of attention and celebration that you were used to getting... And, and I'm
1: still used to
0: That now you <laughs> ha- continue to get. Uh, that have trained
1: you up correctly. Yeah,
0: you know, we had... we had Oh, a,
1: man, we had some rough few years in our marriage.
0: We uh, didn't have uh, our communication or expectations calibrated correctly. Yes, How about yes, that? That's a good Is way. Is that a good way to put tactfully it? to put it. So we both had different expectations and experiences. I thought I was loving you the appropriate level of birthday love, and you did not. Uh, And so we had Although
1: I learned... So in our... It was our first year of marriage. One of the present you gave me for my birthday was a card. Yeah. With like a homemade coupon. And it was one coupon in the card. And you agreed to clean the bathrooms for one entire year. I mean... And what was my reaction when I opened the card? Do you remember? I do not. So I had tears.
0: <laughs> big now, tears of joy.
1: <laughs> well, no. I mean, now I would have tears of joy. Yeah. But at the time, I just, you didn't understand that presents and birthday, making a big deal was important to me. And you were still learning that. And I,
0: I thought I was. I thought I was... I found a thing you didn't like. You didn't... And it
1: wasn't until I shared with other people my... What I thought was sort of trauma over <laughs> your first married yeah birthday present to me
0: yeah
1: i had several older women in my our circle within church in north carolina at the time who talked about oh my gosh that's a wonderful gift and i was like what do you mean it's just a coupon that he's going to clean the bathrooms and in that first year of bathrooms being your responsibility i very quickly realized what a wonderful birthday present that was but it took a lot of me eating my own words of I was very upset because it wasn't a present present. And then you gave me this gift. And to this day, I still ask you to do it <laughs> every yeah. year, even though it's not a present <laughs> or a coupon I open. This, this coupon you didn't has, put an expiration date on that coupon. Right. So. And
0: it's never expired, Correct. Yep. So. Yeah. So
1: birthdays are a thing. Um, and in fact, we were talk- talking and preparing for this episode. We remember birthdays in our past. And it's funny when I think in review of birthdays in my life that were meaningful, I always come back to my fifth birthday. And I don't think the fifth birthday was anything of significance, but it is the one that is most clear in my memory. I remember the night before having a new outfit picked out for the day of, we were going to have a party. This is when my parents lived in Richmond, Virginia. Mm -hmm. And we lived in my mom's old home on Grove Avenue. And It had a nice backyard. I remember we were doing something in the backyard. I had friends from church or school or something coming over. I was in kindergarten. Um, And it's monumental. But in my brain, I have memories of it being... Having so much excitement and anticipation for the day. And I... In some ways, it felt like I was very mature because I had my outfit picked. I knew what the day was going to be like. And I was so excited. And I... I love presents. I love cake. I love all the... I Weirdly, I love people singing to me, which doesn't make sense because that normally would make me uncomfortable.
0: And normally, no one likes that. You know, yeah, like that's you don't the, like...
1: And I don't even love the attention. Some of that, as an adult, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Sure. But I remember a very clear memory of my fifth birthday and, and just having pure joy of, oh my gosh, I'm five. You know, that kind of feeling... It's funny, that always, always is the memory that comes back to me when I think of birthday. I always go there first.
0: My friends threw me a surprise birthday for my 16th birthday. Uh, so, and I, uh, I I mean, it, it was almost sitcom-like because I happened to see somebody's planner and they had written, like, party mm-hmm. and, it, and it was, like, two days. So, like, my birthday was, like, a Thursday or something. So, they had written, like, party on Saturday and... We were sort of the high school group that always did stuff together, and I and I remember thinking like, everyone's having a party on my birthday weekend without me. Man, like I really didn't
1: put two and two together (laughs) that it was was... your birthday.
0: You know, you're gonna find it hard to believe I was a somewhat out of touch high schooler. I know. I can't. I I can't believe that it doesn't track.
1: Wrap your brain around it, but uh, no, I'm
0: here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't take you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, No, it's. It was uh it really was sort of a surprise of like, oh, 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 okay, no, that makes sense now. Yeah, okay. So because uh, you you would ask, you know, when as we were prepping for this, what were memorable birthdays? Well, that was one that popped up.
1: Did you like do you like surprise birthday parties?
0: I do I like Okay, so like I I do like I'm I like the attention of it. Like I don't like it any other time. I don't want it. And it's
1: so funny because I'm the opposite. I can't stand the idea of a sur- surprise birthday party.
0: Well, you want to anticipate and plan and like, it, but the joy for you, it also takes away the joy because the joy for you is being able to anticipate yeah, the joy coming. that is coming. I mean, you just and told- for it
1: to be a surprise, you'd have to. Like no, we're not doing anything. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. The the because uh, I mean, I'm our family planner as and well. The joy of that fifth birthday was all of, you didn't talk.
1: It, I have no memory of what the presents were or who came to the party so other what's than the friends. Highlight? It was the prepping. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> so of
0: course, a surprise party. Oh my
1: gosh! Is it, like
0: it takes away all the fun. It hurts for you.
1: like that. I'm like, oh, I,
0: I you know it doesn't have to be a surprise one though. Like I. The uh, birthdays are about the only time that I am not uncomfortable with people hmm. putting attention on me. And, you know, I get so much attention as a pastor and so many people trying to, like, prop that side yeah, of me yeah. up. And it's
1: uncomfortable.
0: I, I don't like it. It doesn't feel...
1: It feels false.
0: It does. It feels false. And I don't I don't want that. And I don't necessarily need, like, the whole church handing me a bunch of presents or whatever. But... The The more and more that, you know, we're here, the more and more we're developing friendships and relationships mm-hmm. and real connections to people here, I would not, I, I'm not upset if people want to get together and us have fun and connect around my birthday. I, one of the most, I, I didn't really think about how much like a words of affirmation guy mm-hmm. I am, but like, uh, I was... Uh, you know, I was away one time and uh, it, like near my birthday, it wasn't specifically for my birthday, but I was, I was away one time from church and the associate at the time had everybody, because this was one of her big things, was on post-it notes, just write a, a positive like word of affirmation yeah. thing. And so they did it all for me. It's still on the back of my office door and this is five years ago, maybe, it's still on the back of my office door. And anytime people come in, I I never close my office door unless I'm on the phone call, unless I'm on a phone call, or there's some serious conversation that I'm having. Mm -hmm. And so without me realizing it, every time that I close my office door and I'm inside, it means something serious is happening. Generally, someone's there to yell at me or yell about something else or whatever but i see those words of affirmation and it continues to be a blessing Aww. even all those years yeah. later so like i don't need a bunch of people you know like the the sitcom kind of the big pile of presents on the table like you know we, yeah. we're so
1: yeah
0: even without being well off we're so well oh, off we're very fortunate that yeah. we don't we don't need a bunch of yeah. stuff like but those words um especially those written down words are so powerful and so meaningful that like, that's what I would think of for, uh, is what not that they would have to do that at my party, but, like, you stop and you go, I, I want to make time and take time out of our busy schedule. Like, it's just a random, for yeah. me, October weekend, but we're coming to celebrate you because you matter to us. Like, that kind of thing is the thing that would matter to me that I normally, you know, like, I don't need you, you to do. You don't
1: even want the fluff of things, but with your birthday you allow it and yes. it actually soaks in deeper deeper because you let it.
0: Yeah. And so that's about the only time that I my brain has decided it's okay. Like I mean we could nobody does a big like celebrate Patrick whatever kind of thing, you know, like Well, we
1: did a big one on your 30th.
0: We did. We did a big... In North
1: Carolina, we did a Star Wars theme. We did a
0: Star Wars theme where I dressed up as Darth Vader.
1: (laughs) I was Queen Amidala.
0: And Baby Piper.
1: Oh my gosh, she was not even a year old. Well, she was right at... No, Matt. She just had turned a year because she she was the 12th. uh,
0: Yeah, she was a year and three days old. Yes. And she was Princess Leia. And so we had... A one-year-old uh, sort of... The the hat that would fit on a one-year-old that has the buns and yeah. uh, already kind of attached to it. And one of my favorite pictures probably is the three of us in our... Well,
1: and we were so young in North Carolina and we invited a ton of church people because those were our only friends and yeah. nobody else dressed up. It was just you and I.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. But
1: you and I were happy. I made a lightsaber cake and you that did. was totally it fun. It was so and, good.
0: You know, um, it was so good. So that was... That was a fun, uh, that really was a fun one. Boy, it'd be different if we do that. Oh my gosh, it would be so much fun now. you imagine the people it we now. Oh, we would
1: love it. We should do that sometime. We that maybe when you be... turn 50 or forty. What's another okay. 45? all right. Settle well, down there, friend. Well, we didn't, for your 40th and my 40th, we didn't do anything really big for our 40ths.
0: Well, my 40th was in the middle of COVID. Yeah. And your 40th, we'd had some rough. Uh, yes. church, family, yeah, life. Yeah, so
1: it was, and I had surgery. <laughs> you this, did. I had, you did have I surgery. Had a hysterectomy that month. So. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was, uh, we weren't thinking party terms. So. I
1: loved my, it was my 37th birthday. Mm-hmm. Where we had the game party. We did.
0: We did. Um, and
1: I absolutely loved that. I would love to do that one again at some point.
0: So we had a bunch of people over and had a bunch of different types of food, and then several different tables set up to go to do different board games of different things. And Nobody pe- had
1: kids with them. I mean, our kids we had a were they we, spending the night with my parents. I think so, something like that. I
0: yeah, think. but it was it was for adults, and we just had a chance till uh,
1: so late night just rotate tables and go wherever you want to and play and eat and talk uh, and
0: yeah laugh. and the people who weren't into board games um, who just have hung out. made themselves known but
1: uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either didn't come or
0: uh, or we said just, just come hang out and eat because there's yeah. plenty of people who aren't playing who were just hanging out and talking yeah. and having fun and yeah. That, yeah, that was your 37th. That was a lot of fun. That was a really good I one. I mean,
1: for our kids, we do not do big birthday parties every year. And y'all know, if you if any of you have children, you understand. It's expensive to Ooh, do man. kid birthday parties. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Like, with the goodie bags and the location and then food and the number of kids. Like, it it's a big ordeal. So not, we had decided very quickly after Andy, Andy's... Fifth birthday. Yeah,
0: we did a Mario. We thing. did a Super
1: Mario Brother yeah. themed one yeah, at yeah, the yeah. church. Yep. And we had the Wii set up. Yep. Our... Yeah, we, It was.
0: It was. It, it was a lot. And we're like, yeah. okay,
1: we're not going to do every one of these. So we did the fifth birthdays. We did. We always said that it was going to be the thirteenth birthday.
0: Yeah, maybe the tenth. Uh, I feel like there was another one that like we, eight or ten. We just sort of made. Yeah, a... we
1: sort of made a number like a milestone. Yeah. And then we said on your thirteenth, and then we'll do sixteenth.
0: Yeah, and so, then we'll figure so Piper it out, just just did her 13th. Yeah, and, and it was a
1: big party it, it here was, at our house.
0: It was hilarious because she... We learned some things? We did. We had uh, <laughs> we had seven 12- and 13-year-old girls come, and Piper had, you know, because I was holding my breath because of, like, do you want to go to, like, a bounce house? Do you want to go somewhere else? Yeah, like,
1: you, else? cool for Yeah, like, I don't 13 know what
0: 13-year-old girl. girls want to do. Now, take
1: in mind, Piper had just entered back into public school.
0: So she's a month and a half into... In public
1: school with knowing these kids. Now, yep. the good news is, is we went, she had been homeschooled for a few years and went back into a public school that she did know individuals yeah. from previous years in the yeah. public school. But still, we were new friend territory so we had no idea what this birthday was going to be
0: and so i was holding my breath because like we could be spending significant money oh gosh, taking yeah. these kids to like a bounce house yes. or whatever and eventually piper went no i think i just want to do it at the house and i'm going oh thank goodness and uh, she goes i want to do an art party an art party at the house. Okay. So we got canvas like yeah, everyone you know, like
1: for instead of doing goodie bags, everyone yeah. got an easel and a little art kit to take home with them. And
0: honestly, we felt like we were really smart I mean, I here. Was,
1: oh, and we also did like the smock t shirts. Yes. And we had everyone's name put on it in puff yeah. paint. I mean, yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. So we really felt like we were ahead of the game it. here because instead of spending hundreds of dollars even just renting a place, we could spend money on art supplies. Yeah, and we and, did
1: we did her favorite foods. Yeah. It was three hours in the afternoon on a Saturday. We thought we're genius
0: look at us look how smart we are you even had
1: plans or you had to go do something i had a
0: church thing i couldn't get out of so i missed the first half of it so it's just
1: me and andy here and we were gonna and piper asked if we would stay upstairs yeah and so she could be with her friends which we totally andy got some phone time and it's great it was so
0: i walk in about an hour and a half into uh and uh this
1: three-hour party That was too long. Three hours is too long.
0: (laughs) And I walk upstairs and, you know, the girls are kind of laughing and talking. And I look and make eye contact with Sarah. And if you have a significant other, you (laughs) know um, when you have been away from them and then come back and make eye contact, there is a moment where you can tell uh something has gone wrong
1: it's like how i met your mother when uh allison hannigan and jason siegel their characters are married yeah. and they can have a conversation <laughs> just by looking <laughs> it's at each like other Marshall and Lily, across, right? Like like yes, yeah, just across the room patrick and i had a full-on conversation just by looking at each other and across the room do you know
0: what goes through my mind every single time no. like i walk up do 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 i see you and instantly i'm like oh no what did i do and then and then I see you and you telepathically say to me your daughter and and I go oh thank goodness and then I've got to like listen again because you're already going
1: I'm still talking and I'm doing this not my yeah. moving my mouth
0: you know and I'm thinking oh thank goodness it's not me oh I better I better turn Focus back in. in yeah 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 okay okay so Piper and so we figured out like you know there were some some uh, stressful relational dynamics among all the girls and uh, it just it wound up being a lot and it was fine it was uh but, and we um so the two funny stories is eventually they just needed to get all their energy out so i took all the girls outside and they're just running up and down the street in our little townhouse complex because
1: we had a lot of three hours thinking that was more than enough time I it, feel like it, it, it
0: was four hours, not three hours, and I think. We oh, maybe even, it was four I hours. I think that's what we said. Okay, like yeah. It should have been three. Yeah, and it's like we it, made four,
1: it should have been like two and a half. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so, so the girls are running around. So the girls are running around, and my next door neighbor comes out. My next door neighbor has two little uh, preschool girls, and he comes out, and he kind of has this smirk on his face, and he's like, "So, uh, how's the party going?" And I said, "You know what? It's doing fine." Uh, all it is, is just a uh, warning for your future. And suddenly the smirk is completely <laughs> off of his face. And he's like...
1: That, that stopped record. Yeah, yeah, the record
0: scratched. And he went, okay, okay I'm going to go back inside now. You know, <laughs> so it's, like, it's coming. Just wait, buddy. Yeah. You know, the other story was I traded places with you. You stayed out there with them. And I walk back in. Well, Andy hears all the noise leave. And he comes downstairs, um, you know, going to grab he some... He thinks
1: that it's done. He can yeah. get more snacks. and, and he things.
0: comes downstairs, and I... He's not even talking to me. I walk in and walk upstairs, and I hear him talking to himself going, Would you look at this mess? And he <laughs> can't believe, with the art party, what these middle school girls have managed to get paint. Air,
1: all kinds of things. Airware.
0: Everywhere. Everywhere. And so for the next couple of hours... Anywhere in the house, you could tell where Andy was because he'd walk into a new room and go, how is it on the wall in
1: here? I mean, y'all, there was paint downstairs on our closet, our coat closet downstairs on the inside of the door. I mean inside of a closet door there was a
0: ceiling somewhere that yes. had paint the- and
1: andy is our laser eye kid like yep. he, he yep. doesn't miss details in a room yep. and so it, it was like torture for him he was like oh my gosh it's on the, it's on our leather couch we need it's to, on the remote control it's on the we need to escalate each time he'd find something yeah, yeah, yeah. so we learned from that party And Piper even says she learned she was like I need to be be careful about the, the grouping of friends. All of them are her friends. She loved them all, but none of them had been together. You know how like when you're in middle school and you have clumps of friends in different classrooms. Yes. These clumps had not interacted with one another. And
0: it turns out they they all didn't like each other the same level. They all liked Piper. Correct. And that became and it's a learning that became the problem.
1: so So we do parties sometimes but it's not a general usually a tradition for us is you get to pick your dessert yes and each of our kids have a pretty classic dessert that they like each time and then you get to choose your dinner but we try to make sure that all the meals that day are you centered and then one of those meals we sing to you you blow out your candle and you get presents that's it's generally. always
0: number candles so that we yes. can take the picture <laughs> and, and we remember. know. That's how we know it's yeah. your 37th is because yes. in our of the picture of me, that with picture Hapacom keeps pie. coming back up yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. So birthdays are a big deal and I have made it more of a big deal in our family, but I love that you were on board with these things. Sure. It's celebrating the person and how glad we are that they are in our life. So one of the things I also want us to talk about in this podcast is in that review time and looking back, we've sort of looked back at at birthdays we loved, but look back specifically at the year that we have just walked through. I have just walked through. Um, You've been with me the whole time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where was I?
1: A a lot's happened in a year. And I want to, I like to look back. In fact, Emily P. Freeman is an author. She has a podcast that I love. um, And her birthday is April 29th. And last year... Actually, it was more than a year at the end of the year. She does this five-year journal. And I did it most of the year prior and stopped once I was done teaching. I took a break for the summertime and then just picked it back up a month ago. But it's so cool to go back and look where I was a year ago to date.
0: So so, talk a little bit about this journal. What is this journal?
1: So this is a – it doesn't have – the year on it it just lists the date for April 29th and it'll have five like little paragraph empty paragraph lines um and each year you keep track and you write a journal entry of here's what my day was so it's basically like a day journal but you keep it for five years and so you'll see where I was in 2020 and 2021 and 2022 and that kind of thing and it's really kind of cool to look back and see where I was a year ago. A year ago, I was teaching, and I was in a job I did not anticipate being in that was a real challenge for me. And by my birthday, I was I finally had it down pat. <laughs> uh, the school year ends in June, but I, by April 29th, I was rocking. Nailed it. <laughs> but... I learned so much about myself, and I learned so much about the person I want to be, and I learned so much about how I work within an organization and in a, a hierarchy of power. I learned on how to juggle, once again, now full-time work and family life.
0: You had not done that before.
1: I had not. Any of my, quote-unquote, jobs was part-time and also juggling family life yeah, yeah. and ministry with you. Um and so this was full-time work work where I was I was the religion teacher at a private school of 100 I had I knew 148 kids names first names and last names. I knew all the teachers, 22 of us teachers in this little private school and there's so much that I didn't man in August before the school year started, I was so scared and so nervous of like, what did God do in bringing me here? And there were many moments in that year that I still thought, well, what was God thinking by bringing me here? <laughs> what
0: did God but do?
1: by my birthday, I, I was rolling. And I realized this is not what I want to do long term. But I learned some valuable pieces of information about myself, about God and how I interact and follow God in decision making. And then just exercising my faith with children and with other peoples who were not voluntarily in church. It's different. Ministry is different than being teaching religion in a school. Everyone, all my students had to be there and they got a grade for my class, whether they wanted to or not. This is not children in children's ministry whose parents are bringing them and they're happy to learn Sunday school lessons. This was a whole different, a whole different beast. And I, So proud of myself. So by birthday time, I was celebrated by my colleagues at my job. But I was finally in the groove then. And I learned so much in that time frame.
0: Well, if you were so in the groove, why aren't you still teaching? (laughs) Because
1: I learned that groove is not my groove. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is not my cup of tea long term. I, part of it, and I can... Part of it was that I didn't fit with that particular school. And it was a very, uh, it was the only teaching position that would have fit for me because it was teaching religion. So that part fit. And I thought fit perfectly at the time, but I, the stress and strain of those who are in the classroom, they have such a gift. And I believe that if it's not where we are gifted and where God is calling us to be long-term, I don't need to be in that place. And I thought that once God had called me to something, I was supposed to be there forever. And that's not the case, I don't believe. I think God uses each opportunity to teach and grow and to teach us. And I think part of my being in that position was for me to stretch and to try new things and to learn about how I was in a full-time model, but also the people that I met through this process. I've met some really, really wonderful people. Some of those are tens of listeners and I would not have given up all the stress and strain of that year because I got to meet them. You know who you are. So in that sort of review, I, I'm in a very different place. There's, Would I say there's less stress? No, I'd say there's different stress. Yeah. But, um, but life is good. And in that time frame, since that last birthday, I've walked a lot and I've experienced a lot. And it's been good. I would say the hard part over the past year is the juggling of the full time work with our family. Because now the whole new challenge is two churches, and you and I both only know how to d- jump in
0: full speed, full
1: speed. But now we're doing two churches at trying to do that rate um, is near impossible. So it's a really struggle at times. But doing that in a job that I'm very gifted in and. Yes. And I love a lot of aspects of it. So it's interesting what got me here. I would not have entertained this job if, had I still been happy in the teaching job. Like, So all these pieces fit into this puzzle in ways I didn't anticipate. And I walked from that teaching job, and a month later, I was in the job I'm in now. So it's crazy what's happened in that year so part of for me looking back also is reflecting on who I was a year ago internally spiritually mentally and then who do I want to be in the year coming forward Um, the person I was a year ago at my birthday was exhausted (laughs) and I (laughs) Uh... wish I could say that's not the case now I'm exhausted in a whole different way but I was exhausted because I was just coming off this, um, man, I didn't learn a lot at all. Because I would say I was trying to please so much and do be this perfect teacher at the time. And now I'm trying to be this perfect associate pastor and all the things. And maybe I didn't learn. Maybe this is not helpful to go back and look at my <laughs> year in review. Uh, but
0: I don't. See, I don't see that. I I think that part of what you... I think you blossomed and grew and moved powerfully in that school year so that by the time you got to what we'd mark the start of the year you're looking back on, you had a strong sense of what you wanted to spend your time on and not spend your time mm-hmm. on. You had a strong sense of... I don't think this place fits me long-term and I feel like I am not the best. I'm not operating at my best and doing the best and uh, giving the best use of my gifts and talents and abilities. And so I think, I think you're uh, being open to God moving because God really did drop your current position. I mean, it was, very much a God thing. There's no way around.
1: But even that school teaching job was a God thing too. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely.
0: So, but the, but the, the openness, the, the energy and excitement and dedication you gave to that teaching thing. You had never done that before. You had never done it like that or in that sort of frame or way you brought that energy and passion and dedication to this uh, ministry where you are incredibly gifted. This this is your calling and you went to school for this. Yeah. I mean there you yeah. you have all of these things that you didn't have going for you before. And so in but you also tried to end well knowing the end was coming at the school. You tried your best to end well with all sorts of challenges from a variety of sources where it, it could have ended poorly. And we know so many examples of oh, people yeah. who end poorly um, when they know an end is coming, either because they can't emotionally handle the tension of walking through their commitment, or, you know, they just are selfish and want to get out of the bad situation for them. I mean, like
1: One of the things I'm really proud of myself in the past year is, is knowing or or being honest, I should say, being honest about what, who I am and what I need in my self-evaluation. But I'm really proud of how I rose to the challenge of last year. Yes. I, it was, it was incredibly challenging. I came into a teaching position that had zero curriculum and I had to come up with my own curriculum and on the, on the go create a curriculum that would my plan because I do things 110% was not only was it going to cover me for the year but even if I don't continue in the year whoever comes behind me can pick up where I left off and it was incredibly valuable to the person who came behind me I could train her where I didn't have that coming into it and I'm proud of how I how I worked hard and I accomplished a lot and to know that it's in me to be able to do that, I have it gave me so much confidence in self that.
0: So I I don't think it's fair to say that you are in the same position and you haven't learned anything. I mean that's, that's that true. that's that negative self talk that we all have.
1: Which we're gonna do a podcast at some point about self talk, but <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, I I think you I think you have done an exceptional job of facing the challenges and doing your best to work with them you know to the best of your ability are issues and, and you, you don't solve an issue just magically but you know our issues are we overcommit and overdo it trying to uh, trying to be the perfect fill in the blank and we allow the other areas of our life to suffer as a result of that And I think part of where you're, I I think one of your growing edges this year, one of the areas that I see you being aware of and working on, and even if you don't have the answers to it yet, the awareness of this is one of the places that I'm hungry to grow and grow more, more confident and more able is in this balancing the calling of the ministry and the job of the ministry with cultivating the life God has called you to do. And and it's a it's a challenge for every minister.
1: Well and maybe part of its age you know, ten years ago, the thirty four year old me did not have the perspective. Yeah. And the understanding of I only have so much time. You know, like Yes. What a I only have so much time. Now at forty-four, I think oh my gosh, okay, ten years ago we had young children, yeah, babies.
0: Yeah.
1: And how in some ways that has flown by. Yeah. I don't want the next ten to yeah. be just a turn of a page. You know. Yeah. So it is now changing how we face each year because we see more finite what time we have. And I know some of that just comes with age. As you get older, when you see your time clock going down or you're running out of sand in some ways, you're more introspective and intentional that you maybe don't have when you feel fearless and young and whatever.
0: I I think it's also experience. I mean, you've now done this uh, full-time ministry-adjacent job in Mm -hmm. teaching where you were able to do all kinds of really cool things. and you Yeah, it's still to ministry. That. This wasn't
1: within yes. a church frame. But...
0: And now you are actively doing a full-time ministry that has nothing to do with me. It's not connected to, to me being the pastor at the church or any of that kind of stuff. And you are getting all kinds of good experience and all kinds of... I mean,
1: of... for those of you who are listening, I, I have been in years of ministry, but it was always adjacent to Patrick. Yeah. So this is a whole new world being in a different church different denomination and it's a different it is a different challenge but but, the
0: experience that you're getting from this i i would argue is and and you know we can't go into all of it but i would argue is giving you even more clarity about what you want the next year to look like and what you want uh you know what what sort of priorities you know, because that, that's the 10 years ago us, the priority was to find our worth and value in being the best ministers. and all that we did. And yeah, that's that's where our worth and value came from, was in our production and how other people responded to that production. And so, like, we don't want that for our kids. Yeah. Which mean, And we don't even want it for ourselves Which anymore. means, you know, wow, yeah. do I want that for me? No, I don't yeah. want that for me. Which means... How do I do this thing that I'm called to do? Which, you know, we're not going off on some like bender where we're just going to go live in a tree hut somewhere. We sold
1: our home and we're going into a yurp <sighs> yeah. in uh, Is that Appalachia.
0: Yurts? Yurt. yurt. I
1: thought, well, I don't know what it's called. The big like bubble house that's not really hard. It's like cloth, but it's...
0: So we're going to need to do a little more research before we go... Nope,
1: we're going to just tell you, go by the our pants, <laughs> we're going to figure out where we're going to live, and... Yerp? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Maybe it isn't a yerp. I don't know. You think... It, we'll figure it out. But okay. we're going to... We're well, not that, doing that.
0: That detail's not important <laughs> right now.
1: Where we're going to live is
0: where... not important. <laughs> yerp, yurt, uh... Doesn't matter. We're going to live there,
1: and we're going to figure it out. It'll
0: be great. <laughs> uh, I But... We're not doing that. But how do we do the thing that we're called to do in a way that still allows us to be more fully who we are called to be? And that's...
1: That's what I want for the next year is I want more settling into my understanding of who I'm called to be and how do I do that. Yeah. And and what does that mean? You know, that, that's where I want future me, to be more at, to have defined it more and more at peace with the answer.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: That's what I want for 40, when I get to my 45th birthday. And, and we're we... still doing podcasts and we do another review of how was this past year? We're going to play a, a clip
0: from <laughs> That's right.
1: our 44th year, you know, whatever. Um,
0: Hello, future us.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want to be, not that you ever figured out but i hope that every year i can live more intentionally each year settling into who god called me to be what i'm doing um i want i want that
0: yeah no i i think that's i think that's beautiful and healthy and what we need to be doing is is that balance of What is it that we are called to do? How are we called to serve and give and be in relationship and be in community and to do, use the giftings that God has for us. But you and I have been so uh, ready to lose ourselves in that thinking we are doing some sort of valiant gospel work. Oh, and
1: I still, we still fall prey to it. You know, my, our calendar gets swamped with things Some of it's important, some of it's have to be, but other things. Just nonsense. Just nonsense. I want to be able to, if I'm truly being intentional, like one of the things that I think I want to be a better friend moving forward, or I want to cultivate the friendships that I have. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: make space and time. Yes,
1: I want to do that. They are life giving. Yes. And I need to make more space for those. The little bits that I have, the little glimmers of friendships and connections are life-giving right now. I need to make more of those more moments for those things. Time. Yeah.
0: I think that's good. But I I I think you would tell other people that you can look at this and see these are this is a good thing to think about. This is a good place to be aiming to, but you should do it with compassion and gentleness towards yourself and not as a oh, look, I haven't done anything. I really I better get working so that next year something actually has to happen. And
1: No, I'm not saying that. Sure you, I'm not saying
0: that. Okay.
1: Don't play it back though. <laughs> <laughs> this may be one I don't listen to, but you know. <laughs> so
0: you you have to give yourself the same grace that you would tell others. Yeah. Because that's you're not going to grow. I mean, I I'm I'm convinced. I'm not going to grow. If you if you are berating yourself and trying to shame yourself mm. into growth, I don't think you're going to grow. That's true. And you should know that. See? It didn't work. You didn't grow right there.
1: I can well, think. and all people want to... Have, you want to have evolved and grown. But some of the, the bigger option thing that we're realizing here with, with podcasting is the number of times we've talked... We're boundaries. And we're this yeah. perfectionist thing in me is becoming a stumbling block. Lord, it's a a big mountain that i'm trying to get past well maybe we i need to spend more time working on that not in guilt but gently yes gently i i, I want a better
0: yes. outcome it is an invitation to you Oh, yeah, you're a pastor. Doing. i know but like one of the good ones not one of the bad ones not like one of the <laughs> ones you read about on hey <clears throat> hey <laughs> I got Just something easy. to work on over the next
1: year. <laughs> I've got some talking points and Words, some things wound, you can. Could... No, I think you're an amazing pet.
0: So we are. Uh, I am very excited that you have another birthday, and I am excited that we have this opportunity to reflect and to think. And I think you are wonderful, and I'm very happy that you were born.
1: Oh, thanks, love.
0: And very happy that we get to celebrate it. And I have appropriately celebrated it today correct you
1: have you've learned over the 15 have we, 14 or 15 years we've been together i can never do yeah. the math
0: well it, it, the, it the, changes the, every the, year yeah so it changes every year it's
1: whatever number you've, you've done better thumbs up left <laughs> <love>. great job
0: <laughs> so now it's on record everyone knows
1: <laughs> That's... how many years we've been married they're, they're still doing the math too i don't yeah. know we've yeah. not been clear
0: so now it's time for our bee's knees, and if you are new around here, that is our favorite time uh, of the of each podcast. It is our chance to talk about what are the things that are giving us life, that are bringing us joy, that we just love this some week. Some
1: things we can't get enough of this
0: week. Absolutely. So, you want to start?
1: Yes. My bee's knees for this week is Ticket to Ride. Now, I know She's some of got you... got a ticket to ride. Not that one. No, no. Oh. Uh, The game. I know some people aren't board gamers, but...
0: We talked about this on our very Uh, popular board game
1: episode. (laughs) Some people like board games, some don't. That's true. But Ticket to Ride also has... It's a board game, and it's got multiple expansions, different countries, different maps, and it also has an app. And it has been my... Turn my brain off and play a game on my phone. Um, We got to play the India map with some of our really good friends this past Mm -hmm. sunday and then for my birthday presents i received united kingdom germany and france france different variations of ticket to ride we've already played one this morning it was just wonderful and so my bees knees is my happy time with my game whether it's on my phone or in person board game just makes me happy
0: that's a great one
1: yeah what's your bees knees
0: So My Bees Knees, uh, we had the opportunity over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about this some in our theater episode, we talked about how both kids have been involved in uh, productions at their schools, Andy was uh, part of Aladdin Jr. at his school, and Piper had the opportunity to be stage crew, in fact she was the only member of the stage crew, sort of a weird story.
1: Which by the way, she got a. I just picked her up this afternoon
0: from, from her final, her final
1: performance. performance. And the one of the people doing the lighting or sound or whatever, soundboard, came up to her afterward and apologized and said they didn't have a slot for stage crew on the program. So they encouraged her to write her own name and they apologized because she had done so much, so many good things, but when they made the programs, they didn't have a stage crew. yeah, And then they realized very quickly that they needed a stage crew and Piper was the only crew. Uh, and she was Amazing. Yes, she was. So they told her to write her name on
0: <laughs> a program. <laughs> program. <Right. laughs>
1: she said it's okay. My mom already did that.
0: Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> so uh, she was a part of. Um, uh, she did Little yeah. Mermaid Junior, and so. Over the last couple of weeks, we had the opportunity to go and to uh, support the kids as they were doing their work, doing their performances. And the thing that's my bee's knees are the people who came along beside us. For Andy, we had several people from our church uh, who showed up and basically filled out a whole row. And not to mention other people who were there watching their own kid, but they were all cheering Andy on as well. And, uh, I watched as as he sort of walked through uh, the halls of my church the next week, and the number of people who stopped him and said, Andy, you are amazing. It was incredible. Oh, yeah. Great job. And, you know, the people who were cheering for him. And, you know, anytime you see an adult who is loving on your kid, like, it, it just makes, oh, yeah. I mean, it almost makes me cry. Yeah, like, every time. like, even when I'm not even thinking about it, like, I suddenly start thinking about it, and it's like, oh.
1: We're so appreciative to
0: and we, uh, you know, Piper was doing stage crew, and what she had said to us is, well: "You can come, but if you see me, something has gone terribly wrong. You don't need to be yeah. seeing me." We had a church member; I had a, one of my church members came to support Piper, even though she didn't have anyone yeah. in and the play. We had play. other friends
1: who didn't have anybody else in play, but That's they right. just came to they see. They came
0: as well. and they came to support, and they were cheering Piper on, and the kind of the kind of people who would. Do that the kind of people who would stand along beside us to help our kids grow yeah. it I mean it's it's the best kind of virtuous cycle where it makes me want to stand along beside other kids in our community and help them and and walk with them and be that kind of adult mm-hmm. for them but it also just makes me so grateful and makes me feel so much closer more connected more joyful at the kind of relationships that we are building that they would come and spend their time to celebrate our kids. So that is uh, by far the biggest thing that's giving me joy in life this week. And so that is my bee's knees.
1: That's a wonderful one.
0: Thanks. So... We are uh, so thankful for the opportunity to continue to do this podcast. We love people who reach out and connect with us. If you have podcast ideas or thoughts or feedback of any kind. Or you just
1: want to connect with us.
0: We would love to hear from you.
1: So email us at devainworld at gmail.com.
0: So that is devainworld at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And we are so grateful for everybody who uh, has been listening, who gives feedback, everybody who's been giving support. It's a lot of fun to do this podcast. And we are very thankful for our tens of listeners who continue to support us uh, through all that we're doing. So that's it for this week.
1: We hope you all have a wonderful week. And as you are, uh, whether it's your birthday week or not, we encourage you to every once in a while to sort of look back. And look forward to see what's going on in your world. Are you happy with what you got? Are you happy with who you are? And if not, what are you going to do about it?
0: All right, friends. We'll see you next time. We love you. Bye.
1: Bye.